What is up, guys? My name is Braden Carter, and this is The Self-Design Show. Now, on today's episode, I will be interviewing and having a conversation with Ashton Hall. Now, Ashton Hall and I, we were actually introduced to each other by our therapist. Both of us, coincidentally, went to the same therapist and both have this dream and vision of helping other people understand more about depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, and so forth. And so in today's episode, we have an amazing conversation about how we have our challenges in our life and how those meet up with our mental health. And we talk about, Ashton and I, how we were able to get through it, but things that we've learned along the way so that you as a listener can have some things that you can use as you run into challenges or you feel like your mental health is being challenged as well. So today is seriously an amazing conversation. Welcome to the episode. What is up, guys? I need to put a quick trigger warning at the beginning of today's episode. In today's episode, we will talk about things like depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, suicide, and sexual assault. So if any of these things are triggering to you, we do advise you to not listen to the episode. On a side note, I want to reassure you that in today's conversation, it's all around helping other people understand more, helping people feel like they're not alone, and just shedding a little hope and light for people that may be going through this stuff. So with that being said, thank you so much. All right, guys, and welcome to the episode. Today I'm with Ashton. Ashton, how are you doing? I'm doing really good. I'm really excited, actually. Well, well, thank you for being here. I'm just excited to do a podcast with you, especially yeah. after hearing some of your story. Yeah, thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to it for a really long time, actually. Not so. a problem. I think it's cool, too, because just like she was saying, so this is kind of cool, and I hope you're okay with me sharing this, but yeah. Ashton and I had the same therapist. Yeah. And we didn't know it. We were actually going at the same <laughs> time. And both of us were talking about mental health and self-growth to yeah. this therapist at the same time. Yeah. But obviously because of like confidentiality, like we couldn't, he couldn't tell yeah. either of us. Until like now. Yeah. And even then it was like, Before hey, do you want to know this guy? And yeah. hey, there's this, there's this person. Do you want to get to know them? Yeah. And so it was very much in permission. Yeah. But. Well, anyways, I think the cool thing is, is so Ashton and I connected and we were talking a lot about mental health. And just about like our journeys in it and all that kind of stuff and the learnings we have from them. And I think something that we have very much in common is that we want to normalize mental health. Absolutely. And in the sense of, I think both of us, we struggled a little bit differently, but both of us felt super alone Mm -hmm. when we were going through it. Mm -hmm. But as we reached out, whether it was through social media or to our friends, we realized we weren't alone. There's actually a lot of people that were going through the same thing. Yeah. Right. And so what I want to do and what I want to ask you is, is you said when you started to reach out to your, to your followings or to your friends and stuff, you started to realize that a lot of people had yeah. you know, struggled too. I want to know what you shared or kind of what was going on to yeah. realize that, okay, first off, this is what I'm going through. But second off, I'm not alone. Yeah. So I had, I started like these cute little Instagram story things and I shared, um, the different types of bipolar cause there's four different kinds. I have type 1. I'm mostly educated on that one for myself. Um, and so that was like the biggest, that was the struggle was bipolar at the time. Yeah. Okay. So that's like manic episodes and depressive episodes. Obviously, like they vary in severity for everybody. Um, but I had posted my experience with my manic and depressive episodes and 
even like every time they can be so different like some manic episodes won't be as crazy as other ones so I just share my average like what they can look like and then I um had a little question thing where you can be like ask me a question and so I was like hey like if you guys have questions about bipolar disorder like let me know like I will do the best I can to help you guys out and so many people responded and they were like oh I have this kind or oh I have this kind or my sister has this type or well what about this what about that and it was like seriously so cool because I had no idea I had no idea that so many people like had all these connections with people or had it themselves or had questions and to even do that just with my small following was cool like it was just so cool I I don't know if it was the same for you but for me it was like when I put it out there I feel like when you're in a mental health situation Mm -hmm. You, your first thought is I'm alone and the second thought is I'm weird or like I'm different. Right. And so I know for me, and maybe it was the same for you, it was like, I can't share about this. Like people mm-hmm. will think less of me or they'll think yeah. that I'm not good or I'm not whatever it is. But then when I had posted about it and started reaching out, it was like, wait a second, people do accept this. And yeah. like they are going through this. And it almost made me stronger of a person. Do you, do you kind yeah. of feel the same way? No, absolutely. Because I, I feel like especially bipolar, it can get like, misinterpreted or misunderstood like in celebrities and tv shows and people will say things but it's it's so much more common than we think and it's not as scary as people make it out to be i think right um yeah and to just kind of like yeah normalize it it doesn't have to be such a taboo topic Mm -hmm. and it's okay to talk about things right so well i think with that too it's it's and we had talked about this previously, but when it came to when I was going through depression and anxiety, I had labeled myself with that. Right. So it's like, I am depressed. I am anxious. Yeah. And I think where the normalizing needs to come in with mental health is less about the, I would even almost say it's almost less about the informing, but more about seeing it for what it is instead of who people are. Yeah. So it's like, just because you struggle with bipolar doesn't make... That does not mean you equal bipolar. Right. It's just something that you're going through. Yeah. Well, and even like people, like people be like, oh, like the weather is so bipolar today, and it's like the weather is bipolar, so it's like I am bipolar, and then it's like no, I'm I'm not bipolar. I have bipolar disorder, but like that is not me. Right. I, I have it. It is not me. <laughs> exactly, and it's like people don't, and I think people that are struggling, or if you're listening right now, it's almost like the first. The way that mental health gets you or when you're struggling is that, oh, it is me. Yeah. But it's not. And like it's the not. sooner that you can break away from that, yeah. then the better it is. But Yeah. And throughout therapy, I've learned like to kind of like separate yourself from it and like kind of give it its own like being. Be like, oh, this is my bipolar. This is my manic episode. What am I going to do with it? How am I going to handle it? What can I do now? to prevent it if I can and like what am I going to plan ahead for to make sure I do these things you know right I like how you like had separated it where it was yeah I go through this sometimes I go through this sometimes how can I control that how can I be prepared yeah and the reason that I like that is because at least in what you were saying it was very much where where can I have control right and what I think is and this is kind of going on to where I wanted to go next but I think when it comes to mental health and mental illnesses, I don't necessarily like the word illnesses, mental struggles, I guess you could say. Yeah. But 
when it comes to having these struggles, I think a lot of times when we have challenges in our life, we, we do assign those challenges to ourselves yeah. instead of taking the control. Yeah. And so what I wanted to ask you next is we've had some really good conversations, but you have had some like pretty strong challenges in your life that yeah. maybe even could have contributed to mental health. Maybe yeah. if you're comfortable, you could share some of those. Absolutely. Um, but I think that is a thing that I have had to learn over time is to learn how to take control because I used to not know how to control it. It would just, everything would go insane and it was scary. But yeah, so I was in like a really insane manic episode um, last summer. Um, In July last summer, I was sexually assaulted and, oh, trigger warning? I don't know. We'll we'll put it in. Okay, okay. Um, I was sexually assaulted and I ended up miscarrying. I ended up getting pregnant from the assault and I ended up miscarrying. And so all these traumatic experiences were happening during this manic episode. So it was like during this insane manic episode, plus all these like angers and denials and frustrations and like wanting to throw my life away, like everything was just so built up on each other and it was so heavy and it was so scary and I didn't have control. I had no control and and I attempted to take my life. Like that's, it just is what it is. Um, and then it wasn't until then that I realized, I was like, what? like this is not me. Like this is what happened. This is what happened. Like, this is what I'm going to do to take care of it. Like, what can I do? Because this isn't me. And I just know that. I I like how you'd made that separation because I think when it comes to just life in general, that a lot of times when a struggle or challenge comes around, Mm -hmm. for example, failing a test. Yeah. I think, for example, when some people fail a test, they get one one failure, one F on a test, (laughs) and then they will assume that they are... A failure. Yeah. That they'll they'll tell themselves that they're a right. failure. But I think it's cool that you said that you went from that shift of, oh, I didn't have to control to, wait a second, mm-hmm. these are the things that I'm going through. Yeah. And it helps you have that perspective of like, wait a second, this yeah. is what's going on, you know? Yeah. And I couldn't, I obviously wasn't able to do it by myself. I um, had friends and I had families and people connect me to my still current therapist and it What's the saying? It takes a tribe to something? I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. It's like, takes a tribe. I don't know. It's, it's something to the effect of it takes a tribe to help a person become who they're yeah. supposed to become. You yeah. can't do it on your something own. Something like that. Right. Anyway. It takes a herd. It takes a herd. I don't know, whatever. It takes a herd to become a tribe. I'm just kidding. It takes a, it takes a tribe to <laughs> we'll become a person. We'll just make up our own, you're saying. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. It was insane. So then what would you say, or what... As you've been through this, and obviously, like, this is something that we're always working through. Right. I don't think it ever just ends. And I think that needs to be made very clear for yeah. those that are listening. Struggles don't stop. Wouldn't that be nice if they did? <laughs> yeah, it would be nice. But they always, they always, they always, they always come. But what can or where the hope is, is you can be strong. And yeah. you can grow in your strength and grow in your yeah. coping skills and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So for those that are currently going through challenges, regardless... Mm-hmm. What are some things that you would say to those people to help them separate themselves from those ideologies or those those limiting beliefs and to maybe even start realizing who they are? Yeah, I think it's way easier said than done, but 
just to take like two seconds of like just calmness and to just really like self-evaluate grounding how can you ground yourself things you can see taste hear touch like all these things to help you be present and really think about what you need what you should do what you feel like is going to happen and what you can do to prevent that i like that what you feel like is going to happen and what and what you can do to prevent that yeah like for example like i um i've had anxiety for a few years and i've been able usually to feel when a panic attack is coming on um but now i've learned like what can i do to kind of bring it down like I have these cute quotes on my wall, like I'll read them out loud to myself. I, this is more intense, but I can't have my meds in my room because when those times come, I don't trust myself. I just can't. Or like, I can wrap myself in my blanket or I can look at the sunset out the window, just like simple things to just kind of take my mind off things. Um, A, to distract myself, but then B, make myself last longer to be able to go back and realize like, okay, what do I need? What can I do? I think it just always goes back to that. Yeah. What do I need? What can I do? Yeah. I think that's so cool because for me, it's very similar. I don't, I don't think I necessarily have certain things that I go to, but I have certain mind systems in place that I'll like, I'll I'll walk through. So for example, um, something that I'd learned throughout therapy is a lot of times anxiety or stress will come from fear. Yeah. And so what I'll do is like, okay, if I'm feeling stressed or if I'm feeling anxious or whatever, I just take a step back and I think to myself, what am I afraid of right now? Yeah. What is going on? Is it is there something in the future that's freaking me out? Right. And maybe that's even maybe I'm about to go on a date and it's like, why am I feeling so stressed about meeting this girl or whatever right. it is? And I think when you're able to take that step back and be like, okay, what am I fearing and what can I control now? Yeah. And for myself, it was like, you know what? Maybe I am going to mess this date up or whatever the mm-hmm. thing is. But I can't I can't fix that right. now. You know, all <laughs> I can fix right now is being genuine, being nice, being a yeah. good conversationalist or whatever. Or whatever the situation is, whether it be a test, schooling, work, right. just seeing what you can control now. And then it kind of separates you from that. Yeah. Those like chains of anxiousness yeah, or depression or whatever sure. it is. Yeah, because I know, like, there's totally, without a doubt, been times where I've just been fearful of my own feelings. I've tried to, like, push them away or, like, invalidate them, like, pretend like they don't exist, but then that just makes everything worse. Right. Because they just sit there. They sit there and they rot and they get worse. Um, so, yeah, I, I've i learned how to not be fearful of just letting myself feel my feelings because it's okay Mm. it is so okay like every single thing you feel is so valid like any silly little thing like stressing about oh my gosh what socks am i gonna wear today like if you're stressed about it then you're stressed about it that's okay so just acknowledge your feelings yeah just acknowledge your feelings it goes a long way yeah i would i would totally agree there was definitely times this is so funny. And you kind of you kind of said something about it, but I would get stressed about being stressed. Right. Or I would get oh sad gosh. about being sad. Yeah. You know, like I would there'd be times I'd be going on these walks and it's like, why am I sad? Well, I'm sad because I'm sad. It's yeah. Like, why does that make sense? But I think a lot of the times it goes back to if you're ignoring it, then it's going to pile up. Yeah. And then you're no longer seeing what's going on or being able to pick out maybe some of the little pieces, but it's more. Right. 
I was trying to cover it up and now I can't and now right. I'm sad that I can't cover up that I'm not sure where it, you know, yeah. does that yeah. make sense? But. Well, and like back in the summer when I was in those stages of like anger and denial, like I was doing anything I can to not feel those things because I was scared. I, w- I didn't want to acknowledge the things that had happened to me because those are scary things. Like that's not what, like I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. Um, and then it did pile up and everything just like crashed and burned all at the same time. And so, like, that experience, like, looking back on it now and, like, being able to reference that, like, okay, I don't want everything to crash and burn. What can I do so that nothing crashes and burns? So. Yeah. So then with those little things that were going on, and, and we, we kind of already talked about this, but, mm-hmm. and you, you've gone through especially some hard things, whether it be the assault or whether it be the, you know, the bipolar or whether mm-hmm. it be the, you know, attempted suicide or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What would you say to those people who are currently going through a challenge? Not necessarily a mental health thing, but let's say that somebody is afraid of, you know, having been assaulted or abused Mm -hmm. or somebody that is maybe suicidal or stuff like that. What would you say to those people or what would you have said to yourself in those moments to get to where you are now or to just move on and see the next day? Right. Um, I think talking about it goes way longer than way farther than we think it does Mm. even if you just say it out loud to yourself saying it out loud i mean i've totally done this like too many times probably just saying stuff out loud just to get it out it's it's for me a way to just get it off your shoulders like i was just about school last week but i didn't say anything because i was like who am i gonna like who's who cares if i'm stressed about school but like i care if i'm stressed about school so i tell myself yo ashton i'm so stressed about school and even like friends or like therapists like just people you trust um to just talk just talk talking goes so far yeah and it yeah it just goes way farther than we think it does yeah so just talking it out yeah i think there's something so beautiful about that too because when it comes to being mistreated mm-hmm. or with school or with a mental health struggle mm-hmm. I love the phrase that responsibility breeds empowerment. Yeah. And the reason that I like that is because once you can accept, and we talked about acceptance before, but Mm -hmm. something that I've learned about acceptance is to see things clearly or to see things as they are and then to acknowledge them fully. Yes. And the reason that I love that is whether it be an assault, whether it be being suicidal or depression or even just little days struggles of like going to school or career or family or whatever it is. Once you're able to call, this is the silliest way to say it, but I say call out your demons. Yeah. Like what's going on in your life? And once you're able to say, you know what? I am stressed right now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm feeling stressed. Um, I am feeling mistreated by said partner. Mm-hmm. I am not doing super well in school. I am, you know, I, I'm struggling. Or I'm feeling like whatever it is. Right. Then at least you're putting yourself in a place where you can move forward. So if you, you were just saying like, just talk it out loud, even if yeah. it's to yourself that gives you that strength and that power to be like, okay, this is what's going on. Yeah. Now that I know that that's going on, how can I do something about yeah. it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Rather than just, just like sitting on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the saying, what was it? Responsibility breeds power. Responsibility breeds empowerment. Breeds empowerment. Um, yeah. I saw this one thing one time and it was like, it was in specific regards to sexual assault. It is, it was like, I'm not responsible for what happened to me, but I am responsible, like, with what I do about it. What I do for myself, like, 
if am I gonna let it totally destroy me am I gonna let it just absolutely wreck my life or like what can I make out of it to at least to at least just make something out of it like I after the fact I let my life go to trash for way longer than I should have um but now like I'm doing this podcast now like I've worked on it enough to now that I want to do something even more like talking about it like so many people I hope are gonna hear this and talking <laughs> yeah well I want to I want to dive more into this too because both of us have been through this and if somebody were to tell me mm-hmm. when I was in like the hardest point of my mental struggles that you have control you, right you can control the outcome you can you can right. you have the choice to be or change or whatever it is <laughs> like if somebody would have told me that it I'd be like help. Bro, like, like there's no on. shut up. So then now that you've been through it, now that you're in this spot, mm-hmm. I mean, how would you have realized that in those moments? I, I mean, I kind of think about that for myself because yeah. there was a gradual change. Yeah. But there might be people listening right now that are depressed or anxious or bipolar or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to realize or to think I can change. I can make right. this better, you know, so. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? What would you say? I think one of the biggest things is just validating it, validating whatever it is that you're feeling. If you're depressed, like don't feed off of it. Like don't let it consume you. But if you're depressed, just be like, this is a really sucky day. And this is why, and this is why, and this is why. So what? We all have sucky days, you know, like, or if you're having a panic attack, have a panic attack, what are you feeling? Tell yourself what you're feeling because it's okay to feel those feelings. Or like in my manic episodes, like, okay, I have a lot of energy. I know I have a lot of energy. I have meds that I should take. I should still take my meds. I think that's a good idea. Like just things, just to, to just validate them in the moment because it's happening. Like those things are happening and you're feeling those feelings. And, like, there's no way around it. There's no reason to beat around the bush. Yeah. I think, I mean, I like I like what you said. And it's kind of just repeating what we've been saying this whole, this whole <laughs> episode. It's kind of just going over and over again. But the reason that I like the way that you said it this time is, I'm trying to remember the saying, confidence comes from competency. I've heard that in one of your other episodes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Nate Crandall. So he's, yep. a, he's a coach. He's a life coach. He talks about how when you're competent in something, you can be confident in it. Yeah. And the reason that I like the way that you just described it and thinking about where I was at when I was struggling, mm-hmm. if you can at least call things out. Yeah. If your strength in that moment is I can recognize when I'm sad. I can recognize when I'm anxious. If like if those are the two things that like that's all yeah. you can do or less at least that's all you feel like you can do. Yeah. That's a building point. It is so huge and I think it's bigger than we think it is cuz even now like I've been manic for a couple weeks but now I'm able to be like okay, I am manic right now. I used to not be able to do that. I I it would just totally wreck me. And even like like triggering things that would kind of set me off I'm able now to be like okay that was triggering why was it triggering how do I feel can I shelf it for the day let myself feel what I need to feel for a couple minutes I gotta go on with my like I have stuff to do I can come back to this and 
I used to not be able to do that. I used to, like, if one triggering thing happened in the morning, whole day gone. Like, I was off for the day. I was drained because of what was triggering. Right. But even just, like, a couple weeks ago, I had a really triggering experience that morning. And I was wigging out for a couple minutes. I was like, oh, my gosh, like... That was so scary. Like, what am, what do I do? Like, how do I control? And those were the things that was running through my mind. I said, what is happening? What can I do? And h- how can I take care of it? How can I control this? I used to not even know those questions existed. Right. So that, I think, is a huge growing point. It's a huge step to be able to do those things now that you used to not be able to do. Yeah. I think it's so cool too because it's it's recognizing those strengths and then those strengths will continue. It's it's like yeah. the way that Nate describes it is it's like this circle, but the circle grows up and it like grows up and up and up and like yeah. you start off by maybe just asking yourself, what am I going through right now? Yeah. And then that turns into, okay, what am I going through right now mm-hmm. and what can I do about it? Yeah. Well, and also like oh, I wish I could like draw on a podcast, but if you have like a graph, like a math XY graph. And then you have like that line going up, but it's like a spiral line going up. Even those moments when you're going down and down, like you're still going up. Like growth isn't just going to be continuously up all the time. Like that's just, it's just not realistic. Like there's still times where everything is going to crash and burn. But even if it's like it, things are going to crash and burn anyway. And, and that doesn't mean you're not making progress. Mm. That doesn't mean you're not doing what you can. That doesn't mean you're not doing your best. Because, yeah, I've totally been there. Yeah, and the thing is, too, is is I had two thoughts. First is, like, two steps forward, one step back. Yeah. Like, as long as you're taking a step forward. Yeah. The other thing, though, is, too, is, is moving from that fixed mindset to a growth mindset. Where it's, like, let's say today was a really depressing day or something really traumatic happened today. Mm-hmm. I if if I were to just take a step back and be like, okay, what happened today? What what did I feel? All that kind of stuff. That in itself is a massive progression because Absolutely. you're then taking what happened in that day and you're like, okay, what can I do next time? Yeah. That is growth. Like yeah. being able to fail or to have something really difficult happen and then saying, you know what? That was hard. What am I gonna do about it next right. time? That is like even if that was a crash and burn for that day, you're taking that and using it as a like a step to push forward and move on, right. you know? Even just something you can do, like, in the moment just to make it through the day. Like, so- sometimes that, is, like, making it through the day is so hard. Like, can, can I share, like, a personal example? Sure. Um, like, I had a really tough therapy session a couple of weeks ago, and then I had to go to work right after. And I was working a double that day. I was working all day, and I was so suicidal that day I was like if I go home like I'm I'm gonna die like I was supposed to have like a couple hour lunch break in between shifts but I was like I have to stay at work I can't go home and that's just what I had to do just to make it through the day and then I was chilling (laughs) yeah I think the cool thing about that is in that certain situation is you you learn from you even mentioned it. I, I cannot go home because that might make it worse. Yeah. And so yeah. being able to, you're learning and setting those boundaries. Yeah. Something that I learned through therapy is when I'm at my worst, don't be alone, period. Yeah. And that's not necessarily because I'm going to do anything, but it's because when I'm alone, I start marinating in these negative right. thoughts, you know? Right. So surround myself with friends, family, you know, or whatever it is. Just yeah. To, so I think that's so cool that 
you 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 grew from that experience because you stepped back and you you made those boundaries for yeah. yourself. Yeah. You know. And yeah, and totally in the moment, like literally just to make it through the day, and you just got to do what you got to do. Like you just got to step up to the plate sometimes. Suck it up, Buttercup. Every now and then, I guess, but. Yeah, to be able to take that initiative and to prevent that spiral instead of, like, going home and, like, it would have, yeah, it would have made it so much worse. And to um, learn to differentiate when alone time is good because sometimes alone time can be really good and therapeutic and, like, taking time for yourself and, like, listening to yourself and, like, what do you need and what should you do versus alone time, like, oh, my gosh, like... I'm so alone, like, it, it just, like, amplifies it, mm. and, because, I mean, I've had to do that, too, learning, like, when should I take X amount of alone time, because I used to take too much, and I would, I would isolate myself, because I was, like, oh, I have learned to spend time with myself, but it just got to be too much alone time, and then everything crashed and burned, again. And you learned from that. yeah. Which I think learned. is the cool thing. Yeah. I like how you said suck it up, buttercup. And the reason I like it, this is a positive spin to it. <laughs> I do life coaching, so everything is like very positive mindset. Right. But suck it up in the sense of take it all in. Yeah. And what can you learn from it? How yeah. can you move forward? And that's exactly what you were doing, which yeah. is so cool. You know? And yeah, not in the sense like, oh, buckle up, like suck it up, get it over with. It's like suck it up and just work. Do do what it, whatever it is you got to do. Be in the moment. Yeah. I Grounding. Like Grounding, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so okay. this is one of my last questions. Okay. I love this part of the podcast. First off, I just want to say, if you're listening to this and you are going through a struggle or you have some challenges in your life right now, what I would say to you is, just like we've been talking about, focus on your strengths. And what I mean is focus on what you are doing now and what you can do. So maybe that's just, you know what, I'm feeling crappy right now. Maybe that's just the the strength and the power of recognition. And then use that forward. Use that recognition and try to build on top of it. I just wanted to put that out there because both of us have struggled. Both of us have been in that place. And I first want to say you're not alone. Second, you're way stronger than you think you are. And like we're going to get through this together. I say we're because we're a team. We're a community. And, and we should never do it alone. But Ashton, what I wanted to ask you is... If you had to give people a commitment. I knew this question was coming. <laughs> I love this question because it gives <laughs> it gives people something to do. Yeah. It's not just like, oh man, that was like a bunch of cool ideas and a good right. talk. But whoever's listening to this, they're going to wake up tomorrow and they need something to do. Tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. What can they do? What is one thing that we can leave our listeners with? Okay, can I say two things? Sure. Okay. Two things to do tomorrow. Yes. Here it is with Ashton. Um, okay, well, when, maybe not like, well, whenever you need to. I think it's okay to ask for help. I too many times have avoided that, but it doesn't mean you're weak. Uh, easier said than done, for sure. Um, but everybody needs help. Yeah. It's not uncommon to need help. I want to add something to that real yeah, quick just as a sure. testimonial. I got in a breakup. And this yeah. was like in the midst of all of my, as I was going to therapy and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I had sent a text to my friends. Keep in mind, 
I've had the same friends since like third grade. We're the biggest teases to each other. Like we make fun of each other. We roast each other. And in this group chat, I had said, guys, I just got a break if I'm really struggling. Like, can one of you guys talk? Right. And I kid you not, all four of them got on a FaceTime that moment. They're like, dude, talk to us about it. Yeah. And that just goes so much to what you're saying is like, reach out because yeah. people are so much more willing to talk about it than we think we are. Yeah. Well, and same with like, when I was posting about bipolar, like I just said a couple things and there's so many other people that are like, wait, yeah, me too. And I was like, sick. Like we're doing this together. We're, we're doing it. It's a team. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's never like, I'm doing this. I have to do it all by myself. Cause I've totally felt like that sometimes. I was like, nobody understands like what I'm feeling. And even though it might feel like that, it's not always like that. Like right. obviously like not everybody's going to have the same exact experience to a T but that doesn't mean we can't help each other and like empathize and support and and just be there just be a listening ear i think is so important right so right um did you have a second one yeah what was it oh oh um i yeah um i'm going back to grounding <laughs> um grounding and i think tuning in with yourself do like check-ins every now and then like Every couple of days or throughout the day if you need to. Like, okay, like, how am I doing? How am I feeling? What am I feeling? Is there something I need? Like, what can I do for myself? Like, right now, do I have time for a nap? Or do I just need a Dr. Pepper? Like, do I need to reach out to somebody? Do I need to meditate? Like, do I just need a day off? Do I need a whole day off? That's okay. So, like, whatever you need to just, like, to hear yourself. Yeah. Talk to yourself and hear yourself. Exactly. Very cool. I want to add on to that as far as grounding goes, and this goes on with checking in with yourself. The commitment that I would give to add on to Ashton's, and this is just like a small part. This is more like, this isn't adding on. I think it's just like, yeah. it's, it's testifying to what you're saying. Sure. But something that I would recommend is do a what went well journal. And the reason, have you done this? I've heard you talk about it. <laughs> It is the coolest thing in the world. And the reason that I love it so much is at night, if you can just sit down and write five things of what went well that day. Yeah. You know what? I got up on time. I went yeah. to work. I talked to my mom. I was able to make myself dinner. Just like it could be the simplest things, but that really starts that cycle going. Yeah. And I think that's part of grounding is it's like, okay, where am I at? What am I doing? Yeah. I've talked about this before. I believe that a lot of times people commit self-designed voter fraud. We'll count everything that's going wrong in our life and choose not to see anything oh that's going gosh. good. Yeah. So take that time. Ground yourself and to see things clearly. If you're going to make right. fun of yourself and get mad at yourself, you sure as hell better make sure that you're making sure that you are taking care of yourself and counting the positives too. Yeah, period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> but, but. Um, oh, it's like the saying like, Oh, like one small bad thing can happen and it just like wrecks your day. But then like, what if one good thing happens and it makes your day? It can go both ways. It can. So. I love that. Yeah. Well, before we end, is there any other things that you want to say? Any any summaries? Any other remarks? Mm. Don't lose yourself in the process. Been there, done that. It's not fun. Um... Growing and healing is hard, and it kind of sucks ass sometimes, and that's okay. That's part of it. It's not unicorns and rainbows all the time, um, but and, and that's not a bad thing. 
Um, but just don't, yeah, don't lose yourself on the way. It, it's scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it just goes back to staying in tune with yourself, taking care of yourself. Um, instead of trying to push things away and like invalidating your own feelings or trying to suppress them, like it just makes everything worse. Yeah. And it, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Don't lose yourself, find yourself. Yes. That's so cool. I'm going to use that now. <laughs> well, I just want to say thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing your story Absolutely. and for coming and having this great conversation. No, I'm so grateful that I can't. I've been looking forward to this for so long. You know this. Um, but no, I'm grateful that I finally had like this kind of outlet for my story. I hope people can learn from I hope you guys can learn from this. Um... Yeah, all, all I want to do at this point is just, like, inspire people, motivate. Just sharing my story, I think, can do so much and go so much farther than I think it can. Right. Um, and that's just all I want to do. I just want to help people out. Yeah. I just want to help you all out. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. And for anybody that's listening, thank you for tuning in and listening. First off, self-design is not easy. So thank you so much for taking that step forward, for listening to this podcast and deciding that you want to be better, that you're trying to be a better person. Seriously, you guys are awesome. You're courageous. And we're in this together. We believe in you. But thank you so much for tuning in. Share this with anybody that might need it. Like I said, we're a community. We're a team. And we share with each other. We love each other. We care about each other. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time, guys.